0: Pinterest is kind of like Target in the sense that you're always gonna go there and you're gonna walk out with something you didn't know you needed, but you're really glad that you found. Welcome
1: to the Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating nine to five, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to the Digital Dreamer podcast. Today, we are talking about ways to use Pinterest. I am
1: excited about this one because I think that it is an opportunity that most people are missing out on. Mostly because everybody thinks of Pinterest as being for, that's where I go to party plan or search for recipes. And business people, I think are really leaving a lot of money on the table by not focusing on Pinterest. And in my focus, I don't mean making that your primary strategy. I just, I'm actually, what we're gonna talk about today is almost like using it as an afterthought, just dipping your toe into it to start using it.
0: Okay, so let's talk about how do you need to go about starting an account for your business? Because you should use a business account, right? Rather than a personal account.
1: Yeah, you need a business account so that you can have access to analytics. And it used to be that sometimes you could merge your personal and your business stuff together. But the way Pinterest works has really changed a lot over the last couple of years. So you don't want a bunch of boards that have your own personal stuff, I mean, you could use those as hidden board, but you don't really want to mix your business and your personal stuff because you want everything on your account focused on your business. So some of the things that you could feature under your pin is maybe you have a book that you're getting ready to launch and you send them to a landing page where they can buy your book. Maybe you have shirts or other merch that you're selling on someplace like Etsy. You can put the picture of your shirt and link it directly to your store so that people, they see a shirt and you would not believe the number of motivational quotes that you click on that people are searching for motivational quotes or affirmations. And while they're searching, wouldn't you be overjoyed if you realized that this quote that you just fell in love with was available on a shirt that you could wear? Yeah. I mean, that would be so cool, right? You can also. Create a cool graphic. Maybe, again, it's a quote from your podcast and you link to the podcast or the podcast's Instagram. It just kind of depends on where you want them to go. But books, shirts, Etsy, podcasts, maybe you want them to go to a blog post on a certain topic. All of these things are ways you can make money and get them into your funnel, into your ecosystem.
0: Yeah, and if you're thinking right now, oh my gosh, you're telling me I have to create more stuff. Guys, you can use graphics that you've already created and that you're already posting to your social media. And if you've created them in something like Canva, Canva makes it really, really easy to just resize that same graphic for the platform you want to post it on, and then you can easily repurpose that for Pinterest. And it will take a square graphic, but it prefers that vertical
1: graphic, and so you just take One that you've already done and resize it if you need to. But worst case, you just repost the same smaller size one. But vertical is better also because it takes up more real estate in the feed when somebody's scrolling. So it's more likely to catch their attention.
0: Yeah. But kind of what you were just saying, doing something is better than doing nothing at all, even if that means you're not posting the correct size all the time because doing something is still better than doing nothing. Obviously, we want you to. Do it the way Pinterest wants you to do it because they will favor that. But doing anything at all is better than not doing it. Nothing.
1: So the reason why I'm always so high on the idea of, Oh, you need to be on Pinterest. You need to be on Pinterest is because Pinterest, like YouTube is a search engine, which means that you are catching people at the point where they are seeking information. So I'm in the, in the, process of buying something and I'm typing into the search engine, I'm going to plan a New Year's party. I'm going to plan a Valentine's party. I'm going to plan a Mardi Gras party. Whatever. You're typing in. You're ready to buy. You're ready to plan. And so you're catching them right as they're in that process. So that's one reason I like it. The other reason is because it's cyclical. And if you're doing something seasonal, if you don't catch them this year, Maybe you caught him at the tail end of the season. You'll catch him again next year. It's still going to come back up again when they search the following year.
0: Pinterest is kind of like Target in the sense that you're always going to go there and you're going to walk out with something you didn't know you needed, but you're really glad that you found. Oh, I love that. <laughs>
1: That's so, so true. But so when you go, you create a business account and then you create multiple boards and you separate them by, we've talked a long time ago, we did podcasts talking about what your pillar topics are. So let's say you have five main topics that you talk about. You might even break those into subtopics, again, depending on what you talk about. But you come up with boards and there's, they're focused boards on a topic. And then when you put up, when you name the board, you're thinking about what is it that people type when they're looking for this. If you have a A industry buzzword that's really specific to your company, you don't want to use that. You want to use what people are calling it. Like I like to call them bucket lists, dream life lists, but not everybody calls it that. If you're searching for bucket list resources, you're typing in bucket lists. So if I'm making a Pinterest board about dream life, dream life lists, I'm going to put the word bucket list somewhere in the title or the description because otherwise nobody's going to know what i'm talking about or find it
0: well okay that's kind of like when i was making the pins for lucky girl syndrome you may be looking for something like lucky girl syndrome but you don't know what that is yet so i made sure that you could find it if you were searching for affirmations or manifestation techniques because that's that's it's also what it, is. what it is yeah but you might not even know what lucky girl syndrome is yet you might find that pin and be like i love lucky girl syndrome now that i know what it is but especially because it's a new idea, not everyone knows what that is. So you have to kind of also work in some of these other keywords that are also what it is. Um, so basically, any way that someone searches for it, they'll still find what you want them to find. Yeah.
1: So you're creating your boards. You're creating them by category or by a specific topic. You're giving them keyword-rich descriptions, thinking, how do people talk about this? Not, how do I talk about it? Now, how do I want them to talk about it three months from now once they know who I am, but how are they searching for it? Thinking about that. And then you're going to create pins. And so you have to think about the cover image, just like you would when you're creating a YouTube cover image. That thumbnail needs to pop out. That needs to be attention getting. So you don't want to put so many words on it that people can't read it. You want to be attention getting and make it easily readable. And then you also want to think about where do you want to send them? That's what you're going to link it to. So think about what your objective is. Are you building your mailing list? Do you want them to go to a page where they can opt into a mailing list? Do you want them to go to a freebie? Do they want them to listen to a specific podcast episode? Are you building a Facebook group? Do you want them to buy a specific item right now? Whatever that is, you just need to think about your purpose in being there so that you're getting them into your world and you know what path you want them to follow so that they eventually become a customer. Are you looking for gifts that express how you feel or a gift that makes somebody smile? Look no further than Expressions by Iris. Our Etsy store has something for everyone from St. Patrick's day to Mardi Gras, from teachers to nurses and theater families. There's something for everyone. And with our constantly growing selection, you can find the perfect item for any occasion. Show them how much you care with Expressions by Iris. Find us on Instagram and get the direct link in the show notes.
0: Yeah, and the path that you want them to follow could even be that you want them to go to your Instagram and follow you or they you want Absolutely. them you want them to know that your Instagram even exists and that if they like this graphic, there's a lot more like it on your Instagram. Um so you can even have it so that The pin is directly linked to your Instagram profile, and when they click on it, they will go directly to your Instagram.
1: And one of the things people do when they are bashing social media, if you're not a fan of social media, one of the big things is, well, why would I want to waste all that time creating reels, creating this, creating that for social media? It's gone, you know, within a couple of days. Nobody's paying attention to it. Anything, whether it is a lead magnet, a PDF, an ebook or an Instagram post that you have put effort into and you want to showcase, put it on a board on Pinterest. Repurpose that thing. Give it a home to live on Pinterest so it's there forever. You're probably going to need to create a custom graphic so that it fits in with the style of Pinterest, but Pinterest is a search engine and so this is going to help give your content a longer life. Why not take that extra few seconds to resize that graphic and post it on Pinterest.
0: I mean, guys, I have a photo that I uploaded um to Pinterest just for fun. It was like a photo shoot me and my sister did. And I did that in 2020. That pin is still getting multiple daily pins to people's boards every single day, and it is 2023. Yeah. So we're trying to keep
1: this episode a little bit on the shorter side. So in the show notes, we are going to link some Pinterest resources. That will help you learn more about the types of pins, because there's video pins, there's rich pins, there's just the standard pin that you're you've seen forever, and then there's all different specs for them, different sizes. So I'm going to pin that because you don't want me shouting out a bunch of numbers that you're not going to remember. You're like, oh crap!
0: I need I need a notebook.
1: Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Can can you wait? So we're going to pin put that in the show notes. But another important thing is on Pinterest, on your business account, there's a place where you claim your website and that grants you better access to your Pinterest, your business analytics. And then that's going to help you tell what's working, what's not. And if people actually even go to your website, if that's where you're directing them from your pins, you just have a lot more information, a lot more flexibility in different ways that you can get access to your analytics that way. Okay, now this one I think is super fun. We're also going to put this in the show notes. And it is a link to another resource of Pinterest where it lets you see what is trending right now on Pinterest. And so we are playing around with this a little bit. You pull up the page and it's trends.pinterest.com. And there is a graph a listing of all the things that are trending right now. And you can look at things that are growing trends, seasonal trends, top monthly trends. So right now I have it pulled up to growing trends and then I sorted it by monthly change. Now we're recording in the month of February. So the things you would expect to have started to go upward in February are light.
0: Happy Valentine's Day. Super Bowl party food ideas,
1: and there's, oh, so this is one that's starting to go in an upward trend, spring nails. So I see spring nails. I can click on spring nails, and it brings up another graph, and it shows that it was super high the week ending March 21st of 2022, and then it slowly went down until June. It was a flat line at practically zero all the way until... February 6th, and now it is on a sharp vertical incline.
0: But I think it's interesting that you can see, yes, it was such a flat line. Basically, up until the very end of December, where a few people, probably people who were like, oh, I'm tired of winter. I wish it could be spring. Or they're planning spring break, <laughs> right? thinking, what so, am I going to do? So it's, it's like you can see it like slowly going up in December, and then it like shoots up in end of January And and the
1: thing is, Pinterest likes you to have your pins up 45 days before people start searching for things. So this gives you a little bit of a planning tool. At the top of this page, it gives you a place where you can type in your own keywords to see what the trend is when people start looking for those things. But another one that popped out at us was over the month of February, how
0: to make a living room cozy was up by 200%. Which honestly makes so much sense when you think about it. It's like people are cold. They are overwinter. They're like, I just want to be a cozy little burrito in my house. Help me make it feel cozy in there. And
1: it started to go up toward Christmas around December 26th That shows. And then as of January 9th, it's almost a straight vertical line again. People want to know how to make their living room cozy. And it was flat all of last year, too.
0: But I just think that this is such a valuable resource that everyone should be taking advantage of just seeing what is trending and seeing even if you're not, you know, ready to start posting it, just to get ideas and to think about how these things could relate to your own business and to show you that people really are searching for all sorts of things. So even if you think that your business does not belong on Pinterest, go here and you will be proven wrong.
1: So here's one that if you, if this applies at all to your business, here is the time to start posting about this one. There's one called Creative Backyard Ideas. February 21st of 2022. So a year ago, that was when it started its in- increase. April 4th, it was at its height. And then there was another mini peak April 25th, and then it just starts declining. But in April, March and April is when people were looking for creative backyard ideas. Now, another one we talked about was, was it Affirmations?
0: Yes, Affirmations. Oh, it was Affirmation Lock Screen.
1: Affirmation Lock Screen. We saw that one show up. So Affirmation Lock Screen makes sense, right? You would expect that it would have started increasing around the end of December because people want Affirmations on their lock screen to go along with their New Year's resolutions. And it peaked on the week of February 6th.
0: But you can see even on this graph right now that it peaked, it went down a little bit, and now you can tell that it's back on the upward right. So
1: another one that is really hot, it looks like pretty much always, it kind of goes up and down, but it stays pretty high, is affirmations for success. So if affirmations or positive quotes are part of what you do, if it fits into your business, and even if you're not on the woo side of things but you are into positivity and positive quotes would fit in with your business what your business does you would include affirmations for success as some of your keywords that you're typing into those descriptions because affirmations they hit their height last year the week ending February twenty and then they stay pretty high they kind of go up and down all year but Uh, Weekending February 28th was super high, as was the New Year's resolution time early January. So just use that tool, type in your keywords, type in things that you think interests that you think your audience has, and create content and pins specific to those seasons. I just had a lot of fun playing around with that because I just think it's fun to see. They also, just for giggles, you should just really go to this one too. We'll pin, we'll also include it in the show notes. It's trends.pinterest.com. You can see they have a whole report of what things they think will be hot trends in 2023. And this came out a couple of months ago, but it's still a fun report. One of the things that they predict is going to be hot, pool parties for your dog. Who would have thought? <laughs> There's some cool stuff.
0: How There's do some fun I just love that they like how do they even predict that?
1: Oh, because it's based on on the, what people they already know that people are searching.
0: Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah,
1: so people are searching for these things, so they already know, and so it's just kind of fun. I think you, I recommend just going and playing around with this if you're even remotely interested, because I think it shows you the power that Pinterest can really have in your business.
0: So I hope this episode gave you guys. Some motivation to check out Pinterest and see what it can do for your business. This is really a tool that everyone should be utilizing no matter what kind of business you have because people are searching for all sorts of things on Pinterest. It is not just an app for teenage girls. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) so true. So true. Abby's little sister has had her wedding Pinterest board planned for years. She's only 18. And apparently this is a common thing for young girls to do, have their wedding board planned for years. So just know that you could be reaching your audience five years from now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please rate us five stars and share with a friend. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Digital Dreamer podcast.